All right, all right. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. It looks like we have some obedient folks who knew that Bible study resumed on the 8th. They are in place on the line and muted. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God is so good to us. He is so very good. Thank you, Lord. Well, I am sorry if you did not pick up your book on Sunday, but we are starting our new our new um, book in Kingdom Living Part Two, following the pr- perspectives and practices of the King. Perspectives and and um, practices of the King, and and you know I'm going to talk about that. You're going to hear that a lot tonight in terms of what you think and what you do. If your thoughts, if your ideas, your, your way of thinking about a thing uh, bears itself out in action. Because um, I really wonder, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to ask yourself, if I don't act out what I say I believe, then do I really believe? A point in case. Case in point. Okay, point in case, case in point. All right, now I start something new. Case in point. Um, um, if you really don't believe you're going to get a ticket, then you speed everywhere. I don't believe I'm going to get a ticket, so I'm speeding. No, what I do is I'm driving the speed limit, and I'm looking out for the speed limit signs because I really believe, and primarily because of what has been bored out in my life, that you will get a ticket. So if you think that there's going to be a result from what you do, if there's a benefit or consequence, thank you, Holy Ghost, then you change what you do based on what you believe. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we praise you, and we bless your name. We honor you for being such an awesome God. We pray right now in the name of Jesus, move by your spirit in the midst of us. Cause your spirit to be the teacher. Cause your spirit to awaken our sleeping bodies, our minds. Awaken our spirits that we might fall in line with your word, your will, and your way. Thank you, dear Lord, for what you're doing in our lives. Thank you for the opportunity to teach and to hear the word of God. Now, Father, we pray, have your way in the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, so in the new book, uh, we're starting in the beginning. We're going to look, prayerfully, we're going to get through, um, it's not broken down by chapters, but we're going to get into that perspective and practices, uh, the kingdom declaration, and then the six keys to understanding the kingdom's king's sermon. Six keys, and I think that's where, let me take a peek. I think that's where we stop. Okay. Yep, so we should get through prayerfully. We'll get to, get to page uh, seven. All right, so the kingdom perspective, the kingdom perspective and practices. So when we keep hearing this over and over again, I want you to really look at what I say I believe, do I do? Has it gone to the place where, where what I think is, is being manifested in action? Because if not, again, the, the idea becomes the thought towards that particular individual is you really must not believe it. If you keep practicing uh, opposite, of what you say you believe, then do you really believe it? I believe that the fire is hot. I never, I don't play with, I don't put my hand in it as a child. You may have, you know, you saw someone else do it, so you you just kind of ran your finger through the flame on a candle or over the stove. Some folks did that because, again, they were showing that, you know what, I'm not afraid of the fire or whatever the reason was. Now, I don't play with fire. Fire will burn you. So if you believe that there is a result 
from what you think, what you say. Then you change what you think and what you say. And you change it. You, you, you take up this mentality away from the negative to the positive, away from the worldly to the Christ-like. You change that way of thinking, and you will find out that if you do it the, the Lord's way, it's going to come to manifestation in what God said you were supposed to have, what God said you were supposed to walk in, what God said that you were supposed to represent here on earth, and watch this, how it impacts the lives of other people. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Now, this is the key. When we look at uh, top page, uh, top of page two, left side, there's a different point of view. Everybody has their own point of view. And the key is, if, if you have your own point of view, what you believe is important to you. I don't care how much I emphasize that this is real, that it can impact your life, if it does not, if it's not your point of view, then guess what? It's not going to impact you. It's amazing that many times when Jesus did miracles, he asked the person the question first. Do you want to be made whole? Do you want to be made whole? What is it that you want? Do you want this? And if you want it, then guess what? I believe it's more than, watch this, it's more than half the battle. Why do you say that, Pastor? Why isn't it 50-50? So if you want to be made whole, that takes you up to 50% of the miracle, and then Jesus adds the other 50. No, he said that the woman that touched the hem of the garment, guess what? Your faith has made you whole. He said somebody touched me and pulled something out of me that, guess what? I wasn't given. But the miracle of healing permeated his body, and, and by her just touching the clothes, bam, she received her own healing. It's a matter of perspective. It affects, watch this, it's a matter of perspective. It affects everything. It's how we look at life. It's your perspective on how we look at life. And if you look, it's a beautiful thing. Life is a beautiful thing. If you say life is a mess, the world is a ghetto, this, we living in a toilet, and somebody has flushed it. If that's your perspective on life, then guess what? You keep saying it or you keep thinking it, and as a man thinketh, so is he. Your, watch this. Your thoughts are things. Your thoughts, watch this. The Bible talks about now faith. That's what you believe is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence. It is it's tangible of those things not seen. So when it comes to music, when it comes to fashion, when it comes to friends, some people can't wear certain things. Why? Because they know it's not acceptable. It's, you know, I don't want to get too erotic with it, but there are some folks, they don't care what people think. They will put on stuff. You know, you have people walking outside, two different socks on, you have them walking down the street with pajama pants on. You know what? I don't think they really care what other people think about them having on two different color socks. It affects everything. The music you listen to, it, the fashion, your friends are determined on your perspective. It's a point of view. Now, followers in Christ turn Followers in Christ tune with their inner world. If you're tuned into your inner world, if you're in tune with your inner world, not only realize that they have, watch this, change places and embrace a new set of principles, but that they also have an entire new perspective on life. Do you believe that? Something's got to get you in tune, and watch this, not just in tune with any inner, good God Almighty, thank you, Lord, not just in tune with any inner voice 
or any, any, not just anything that's going on inside of you, because many times you've got these different perspectives with inside the individual that's not speaking the same language as Christ. Thank you, God. When you have these different voices, watch this. You've got to be in tune. How did they say it? They have the inner. They are in tune with their inner world, not only realizing that they have changed places and embraced a new set of principles, but that they also have an entirely new perspective on life, a new point of view, a new way of thinking and acting, thinking, watch this, thinking and acting. It's a point, watch this, it's a point of view. It's the way you think. And, 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 and what I say is if you listen to people, you will find out that sometimes, and this is it's, it's kind of unusual, sometimes they will talk, watch this, righteousness and walk. They talk righteousness, they walk unrighteousness, and I believe that the difference is that it's the way they think, not just what they say, because um, the, the way it goes is that, let me see if I can pull it up, because I, I want to do it from memory, but if I mess up, I'm going to have it in front of me. It says, watch your thoughts, because your thoughts become words. Watch your words because they become actions. And somehow it's unusual that, that a person's words and their actions are different. So they're talking righteousness but walking unrighteousness. And I'm wondering if their deeper thoughts are more, good God Almighty, thank you, Lord, their deeper thoughts are more unrighteous than they are righteous. So the few times that they talk righteousness is not outweighing the amount of time that they spend thinking unrighteous. Thank you, God. So thoughts become words. Words become actions. Actions become habits. Habits become your character, and your character becomes your destiny. And you got to watch it because it all, it, it all emanates from your thoughts. So it's not as much as it a few times, thank you, Lord, you, a few times, let's say 10 times, you say the right thing, but 90 times you think the wrong thing. Do you follow me? Does that make sense? You're thinking 90 times over and over and over again. It's like the rotisserie chicken at, at, the, at the, the, the restaurant where they're rolling that chicken over in the fire until it's done. And that's when the, the thought honestly becomes words and the word becomes action. And I'm believing not only do you, do you think it 90 times, but you're saying it. So you're talking when you're in the presence of certain people uh, about godly things, and then when you're alone or with other people, you're talking ungodly things, and you're thinking them and, and talking them and thinking them and talking them, and then your actions are backing up what the majority is. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Does that make sense? Okay, so thoughts and actions. Those of us who are committed to expressing the virtues of Christ's kingdom within, watch this, our actions follow our deeper thoughts. And that's why I say your heart. What is your heart? Your deep thoughts. It's the majority of your thoughts. It is the thoughts that change, watch this, that change your actions. That's your heart. I'm going to keep pushing it until you change, watch this, until you change your deep thoughts. And your deep thoughts, you've got to meditate. That's what uh, Psalms number one, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Then you will become like that tree. So it's saying that the number of times that you think this particular way, and, and now I, I, I just got a little piece of, hold on. 
I just got a little piece. I had to grab my Bible. I want to flip to my Psalms 1. I just got a little piece of something. It says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Thank you, God. Okay. It was meditation and heart. I was dealing with meditation and heart. And, and, and the heart, again, the heart is, is the key. The heart is the key. Your deep thoughts are the key. It says, if he believe, confess with his mouth and believe, watch this, in his heart. And then it says here, meditate. Meditate. Believe in your heart. We would think, watch this, we would think that believing would only be in your mind. Confess with your mouth, thank you, Holy Ghost, and believe in your heart. Your deep, I'm talking, is deeper. You got to, watch this, you got a piece of fruit. Inside the fruit, you have a seed. So although you're talking about the fruit, Inside the fruit, there's a seed, and there's, a, there's really a separation from the fruit. Even though it's in the center of the fruit, the, the, the seed has its own identity. So when it says meditate in your heart, if you, and I'm sorry, there I go, I'm trying to put it in there. When it says meditate day and night, but it also the scripture says that you can believe, thank you, God, believe in your heart, then there's a deeper place with inside the individual that must be changed in order for it to affect the fruit on the outside. I don't know if you've ever seen it before, but sometimes in the center of the apple, there's a dead, there's a dead spot. There's a worm that's been called, crawled in there, or there's some type of rottenness, some type of uh, uh, chemical imbalance. I don't know what it is. Something in there has caused it to rotten in the center. Although the outside still looks like a good apple and you're ready to bite it, if you cut it open on the inside, it's rotten. And, and that's what we're looking at now when it comes to the kingdom perspective. When you have a perspective, it must come out in practice. If it does not come out in practice, then there is something going wrong in the deeper places. Amen. Keep it moving. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Perspective and practices. Perspective and practices. Now, there's an example on the right side on page two where you talk about uh, PKs, preachers' kids. But I believe that all of us are PKs because our watch this. Our father is in ministry. <laughs> Listen, our father is ministry. So all of us are preachers' kids, and all of us have a, a standard that really should be looked upon, not just because this individual father is a pastor or father is a minister, but that all of us have the responsibility of walking in a way that, that, that should not cause others to stumble. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Bottom of page two, right side. I had a little or no interest in modifying my behavior to be consistent with my identity. And, and this is where, again, when it comes to what is expected of us, not, not just for the preacher's kid, but for all of us, do you really want to modify your behavior to be consistent with what you are supposed to be identified with? modifying your behavior to be consistent to what you are being identified with. And what is that? That's Christ-like. To be good is to be Christ-like. And to be good was not what I wanted to be. And that's the question we got to ask. Do you really want to be what Christ is asking us to be? Because to me, it is never going to ever take place 
until you really, this is what I desire. I want to be Christ-like. See, some folk, I think they really just want the blessings that come along with, watch this, having the favor of the Lord. That's why, yes, God intends on blessing us tremendously. He came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. However, that should not be your, your, your foundation for the reason that you're coming to Christ, the reason that you do what you do, because I'm just waiting for my, for my, my boat to come in. I'm waiting to be blessed. Living from a kingdom point of view should not be a problem. Living from, this is, again, I just got to highlight and I'm saying, Lord, what, what jumps off the page to me? What speaks to my spirit? Living from a kingdom point of view should not be a problem. And, and, and I, you see, I eliminate becomes a privilege and it's not a problem. No, it shouldn't be a problem. This, now, now, again, you've got to bring out your meter, your love God meter, because if you really love God, it's not about your program. It's not about how much you understand. It's not, listen, many things in Christianity you will not understand. It does not make sense. One of the things that you can argue and, and say it does not make sense is going to be that why, if, if, if God is God, he's so powerful, he's so omnipotent, he's so omnipresent, omniscient, he's, he's just so, he's, he's all that in a bag of chips, why would he let the Bible be translated and diluted? Why wouldn't he keep at least the word of God without having the impact of man's input. It's been translated so many times into so many different languages, and we've got to realize this is not, we say, well, the King James, this is the, the, the uh, original. No, 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 this is not the original Hebrew. It's not the original Greek. Why wouldn't God allow us to be able to have at least, no, 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 because it's not your program. Some folk will argue, why in the world would God make the world and then allow the devil? Why didn't God handle the devil? Why didn't God stop? Listen, see, you're going off into areas that if you're not going to get the answer, then you're going to frustrate yourself when it comes. It should not be a problem. Why? Because I trust God, and if it could have been, watch this, if it could have been another way, it would have been another way. If, watch this. This is for me. It's up to God if he does some explaining when we get to glory. If he does some explaining when the afterlife begins, when the, when, when the, 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 what does it say, um, absent from this body, present with the Lord, and he, and he gives us a briefing of what this was all about. That's up to God. As for me, deep down in my sanctified soul, I feel comfortable with what God has done on the inside of me to be okay with the rest of my journey. Thank you, Lord. Left side, bottom, page three. As kingdom travelers, if we are not, watch this, properly focused, Properly focused. That is the key. Properly focused. And many times it takes adjustments. When we're at the church sometimes and we're looking at the projector and, and we're looking at the image and, and it's an old school projector, so it's, it's just minor adjusting. To, to get the clear, if you're not properly focused, if you're not really, watch this, if you're not really, really clear on what you believe, then it's never going to be manifested. So the, the thinking is never going to become action. The perspective is never going to be put in practice. 
you're going to struggle with your allegiance. Going from the bottom left side to the top of right side. You, your conformity to the perspective and practice mindset of the kingdom is going to be a struggle for you. And it's a not, my God, listen, let, let's sit down and look at it. Let's meditate on it. Fast and pray. God, open up my understanding. Cast your cares upon me. That means we're, we're not struggling. Don't worry about anything, but in everything, prayer and stuff, that means we're not struggling. Yoke, well, thank you, Holy Ghost. Yoke up with me. My yoke is a struggle. No, it's not. He said, my yoke is easy. So if you've got a problem with perspective and practice, then there's something going on with the inner mechanics, the inner acceptance. Thank you, Holy Ghost of what God is asking you to do. Here's a question for you. Living from a kingdom point of view becomes a privilege and not a problem. Is it? Is living from a kingdom point of view for you, is it a privilege and not a problem. I like to twist it. When I read it, something hits me, and I say, that's a, that's a question. That's a question. Now, I was blessed today. I was blessed today to, um, to, to, to get a message to say, hey, there is a, a series, and I want you to listen to it. So I asked, um, I said, you know what, I'm going to ask Deacon Shepherdson if, I think she's on the line, if she could share a little bit of, of what she heard on, on the radio today. Let me see if she's there. Hi, Pastor. Okay. How are you doing? I'm doing well, so thank you so very much for asking. Um, the series was on the power of the spoken word. And um, I found it very, very uh, interesting and important to me because um, of the quickness of my response to people and things. Um, but the very first thing that um, Sebastian uh, said this morning was, our words have value to them, and they're important, and they are also extremely powerful, and that depends on how we verbalize them, how we say them, and the intent of our, our demeanor when we're talking. Uh, the words we say matter to the person that we're speaking them to. And I, I want to add that they should also matter to us. Uh, I'm mindful of the scripture that says, uh, quick to hear but slow to speak. And so very often we speak before we even give thought. To what we're saying. Um, the other thing that um, he said was, even when we're joking, words matter. And although the recipient of what we're saying, that what that conversation is being tossed out to, although that person might put a smile on their face or might even laugh because um, they see that you're joking the words that you're saying to them can penetrate so deeply that it can affect them mentally. Um, the psalm uh, that he, well, let's say the scripture that he was referring to was uh, Proverbs 18, 20, and 21. And then when he, he was talking about the words we say matter uh, and we don't give thought to what we say, um, he reference Psalm 1914. And then he also said that when we're having conversations with somebody, when we're dialoguing one with another, we should keep the thought in mind that we want 
what we say and how we say it to be acceptable to the Lord. And um, I, I, I just have to say that I was convicted in a lot of his, his little presentations um, this morning on the phone because even your facial features when you're speaking to a person, it carries meaning and it carries a lot of weight from you to that other person. A smile means so much more than a frown. Um, I think another thing that he said this morning is that we should be living by the word of God. If we take the Lord's um, direction, if we take the Lord's direction and, um, and follow what he says to do, um, like the scripture that says, if at all possible, live peaceably with all men. Well, if you look at living peaceably with all men, you don't want to aggravate or agitate that person by using harshness in your, in your words or in your tone with that other person. So he was basically saying, if we follow the guidelines that the Lord has already put in place in his words, we'll, we'll do the right thing with our conversation. Um, Luke 21, 15, what's on the inside comes out. And I think he referenced a, a verse in Matthew 33, but I did not get the verse. What is in your heart when you're talking to a person is what's going to come out. And if you want love and kindness and gentleness to come out, then that's what has got to be in you when you're dialoguing with another person. If you're thinking hatred and meanness and evilness, any negativity in conversating with another person, it's going to come out. You can think that you're camouflaging it with a little laugh, a little chuckle here and there, but words have power and they penetrate deeply. I think that's all I want to say because I could all the other things. All our words can do one or two things. They can save and they can destroy. Wow. And and that's something that I I do not want to be guilty of. I do not want to cause a person damnation in their life because of my conversation. And that's it. All right, all right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You see, now now I wanted her to share that because the next phase that we're going into, the bottom of page three, that is the declaration. And 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 I, I don't know the, the the emphasis that you might put on it, but what Christ said when he was when 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 he was walking this earth, this sermon on the mount that we're getting ready to go into and dissect a little. Those words, when you walk out what God said in response, thank you, Holy Ghost, in response to what God has said, that opens the door for the results of what he said to be activated in your life. So his words, his words are so powerful that, again, I talk about it, reverberation. So when you say, and, and again, Deacon Shepherdson was bringing it up, it's, I'm talking just casual. It could be joking. You've got to practice not saying things that you don't want to come to pass. Often I use it as a person with a gun and just randomly shooting off at times. Well, guess what? You could kill somebody any moment when you're randomly just shooting and not looking where you shoot, just shooting. You're saying things, oh, he ain't going to never be nothing. Now, he's, that's some stupid stuff right there. If you're saying that he's doing stupid things, you're calling him stupid. And you wonder why the, the, the acts of stupidity are being perpetuated. 
So when I'm dealing with people and I'm doing intervention, one of the challenges that I have when I'm doing intervention, whether it's marriage intervention or personal intervention, and I'm trying to help a family to have a family member delivered or have a marriage put back together, is to get the old thoughts, watch this, the old thoughts and the old words out of their mind and out of their mouth. So when we all begin to say that Tracy is going to serve the Lord, no, 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 with with his mother and the father and and the intervention person and even the person, when when they start to say, I'm going to serve the Lord, I'm going to serve, when your meditation is on that, you're going to see that you're going to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Jesus said this declaration, and Matthew, flip over to uh, page 4, Matthew chapter 4, verses 5 through 7, Christ's Sermon on the Mount. And watch this. There has a kingdom contrast between the normal patterns of life in this dark world to the contrast with the kingdom. So you're contrasting it from kingdom living to this world, the dark dominion of this world. When you talk about kingdom, you're talking righteousness, all right? You're talking righteousness. And there's a whole, watch this, when it comes to righteousness and you read things like the Sermon on the Mount, and matter of fact, if you look at Matthew, and I'm going to flip there real quick. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Matthew, flip there with me, chapter 4. And this is something that I've said it over and over again, that some folks don't want to do it. Listen, I, I love the Bible. There are certain things that you have really got to sink deep into your spirit. So it comes. That's why I, I I was really pushing the end of 2019. I was talking over and over. Thy will be done. Obedience, righteousness, wrapped in faith. Why do you say it so many times, Pastor? Because I want it to become a part of your character. And you're going to see that over and over again as we study Matthew chapter four, looking at five through seven. Mm, did I say that right? Matthew, oh, 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 I said Matthew chapter 4. It is not Matthew chapter 4. Sermon on the Mount, where is it? Help me, Lord. Okay, it must be Matthew 5. 5 through, oh, 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 help me, Lord. Okay, Matthew, Matthew 5 through 7 is chapter 5 through 7, not Matthew 4, 5 through 7, but Matthew 5. And, and, and let me show you again how good God is to me. If I didn't tell you, nobody else would know it. Why in the world, I'm not going through the whole thing, I'm getting ready to move on to the six keys to understanding the, king, um, the king's sermon to break it down. But when he told me to look, to look at it in my Bible, why? Because, again, my concept was off when it came to Matthew chapter 4. It's Matthew chapter 5 through 7, not Matthew chapter 4. But when I opened my Bible, it was easy for me to correct it. Why? Because it was open in front of me. Why? Because the Holy Spirit, when you're tuned with his voice, he said, open the book up. I'm not going to open the book up. It's going to take me. I've got to flip through pages. No. When he says do it, you've got to do it. Why? Because you, you may not understand why until you get to that bridge. So the obedience when it comes to the way we think, is when I hear his voice, I don't question his voice. We get to the place where we move when he says move. Chapter 5 through 7 is the declaration of Jesus's. watch this, seed, God Almighty, sown into the atmosphere of the earth. Watch this. When we read it and receive it, then you can reap the the benefits, which would be the manifestation of the character of those who receive it in the spirit. So although it was spoken thousands of years ago, the seed of the word of God is still active in the atmosphere of this earth. And when you receive it, watch this, you can 
reap the benefits and manifest the results of the benefits of this word. That's how powerful, watch this, the word is. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Now watch this. Um, so what are we doing? Ten life perspectives that translate into clear kingdom practice. Now, again, you're going to see it over and over again, think and do. It's a perspective. That's the way you think. It is a practice. It's what you do. Attitude is what you think. Action, attitude and action. A attitude many times can be in the mind and not manifested in action. Here we're talking about the attitude now permeate. Sometimes you're going to contemplate some different attitudes that I could take towards this situation. You got to choose the right one that you're going to act out. That acting out could come within, watch this, word or deed. Ten perspectives from our attitude and actions in every area of life and express an accurate reflection of the king who reigns where? Within. Now the question is, does he reign within? Does he reign in your life? Does, is he controlling things? So what are we looking at? Perspective of people, a new sense of purpose, thank you, Holy Ghost, personal relationship, looking down left side, page five, personal piety, prosperity, inner peace, and I love this area of inner peace, and again, get victory in the spirit, consistent Sustained, that's the word I was looking for. Sustained victory will give you peace. Sustained victory in the spiritual realm, sustained victory doesn't always flow in the way that you want it to, but you can have victory. What are you saying, Pastor? That, again, I want, uh, let's just say, oh, okay, a business venture business venture to go a particular way. And I'm praying that this business venture goes a particular way. It does not go that way. Okay? It doesn't go that way. So I feel defeated spiritually because I prayed, and even if I prayed and fasted, even if it does not go your way, Many times it doesn't, it doesn't, not many, but sometimes it will not, excuse me, it will not go your way. Initially, in the long term, you'll find out, excuse me, that it may not be good to you right there in the moment, but it's good for you. It was better for me not to get the, the go-ahead, the agreement on that particular business venture because something better doesn't have to be more, doesn't have to be a broader expansion of influence or impact. But it could be better for me that's coming down the line. Sustained victory has got to be, God, you're getting the glory out of this no matter how it turns out. Prosperity, inner peace personal accountability, prayer, spiritual perception, thank you, Lord, and, watch this, the authority of Christ's proclamation. And when it comes to you making a proclamation 
or receiving the proclamation of Christ, again, it deals with what you say. It, the, the, the title of the area was the king's de- declaration. It's what you say, the proclamation. It's what you say. I declare and decree in the name of Jesus. Now, sometimes you get a season where you declaring and decreeing. You declaring and decreeing. And the next thing you know, that season is over. No, that's the way, that's the way of life of a believer. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Let's look at these let's look at these areas. Six keys to understanding this sermon. This is a sermon on the mount. It says here, first, Christ intended that eternity be kept in what? 2020. Clear view. And and again it's 2020, so we we're, we're we're using 2020 and we're constantly dealing with being clear. It needs to be in clear view. And, and again, we're dealing, and you're going to hear it, it's not your vision, per se, eyesight, but what you see clearly in your spirit. Eternity. Keep in mind that this, earth, this world, this is not the end, end all. This is not the end of it. All right? Number two. Since righteousness is the what centerpiece of Christ's rule, it becomes the highest law in every deliberation of life. <laughs> what? Now, again, there it is, righteousness. Before it comes out of your mouth, and I think Deacon Shepherdson uh, mentioned this, before, this is something, you've got to contemplate, am I Helping somebody or am I hurting them? Am I speaking life to them or am I killing them? Contemplate, is this righteous? Is it righteous words? Number two, righteousness. Advance righteousness rather than that which would give ground to unrighteousness. Left side, page six. Advance right. This is everything we do. Is this advancing righteousness? Or is it advancing your, your agenda? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Is this advancing? Do you have an agenda? Is this about you? Are, watch this. Are you willing to suffer a little of what you desire, how you want things? Are you willing to suffer a little while you wait for the righteousness of God in this situation to be revealed. No, you need to write that one down. Thank you, God. Are you willing to suffer a little while you wait for the righteousness of God to be revealed in this situation? Are you willing to put your program aside? Are you willing to put your feelings aside? Are you willing to put your ideas about this aside while you wait on the righteous revealing of the will of God in this situation? So you advance in righteousness rather than giving ground to unrighteousness. Number three. Number three, people are like what? Fruit. We talked about it earlier. It's not how good you look on the outside, but it's the inside that validates the quality. So what's number three? The third one is internal. It's internal. It's your inside. And it's bad, I'm telling you. I don't know if you've ever done it before, but it is uh, it is a eerie feeling when you bite into that apple and you don't even taste it because you're not really filling it with your tongue or anything like that. You're really just crunching away at it. But it's when you see it. You bite, you chew, one, two, you two bites, and you look at the apple and you realize there's a dark, real dark, nasty spot that you just bit into. I'm sorry. I understand. For some folks, 
they sensitive, that just turns your stomach. It really made you feel a little yucky. That may be better for you than it was for the person that didn't really see it. It may be better for you to know that that's what God is dealing with. It's our inner. It's not the shiny red skin of the apple on the outside. It's not your clothes. It's not your job. It's not the things that you say that you're supposed to say to help other people, but you're not helping yourself. God is looking not on the outward, but on the heart. It's the inner. It's the mind. It's your thoughts. It's your soul. It's the inside that validates the quality. Thank you, Holy Ghost. It is the inside that validates the quality. Brother Chris Bird taught uh, last Sunday in 2019. He taught on the tabernacle. I could not, I just cannot get it out of my mind. It impacted me. And particularly going into the Holy of Holies, it is never, God has certain times for him to reveal certain things to you. I am not the know-it-all. I'm not the Bible answer man in every area. And then when it comes to revelation knowledge, when it comes to me going before the Lord, going into the Holy of Holies, just studying it this time. I don't know why God chose this time. It's, that's up to God. When it comes to me going into the Holy of Holies, knowing that God lives inside of me, that I can speak with him, but when you look at it from the standpoint, from the vantage point, from the angle of going into the, uh, the, the yard, the courtyard, and then into the inner area or the inner court, and then into the Holy of Holies, I, yeah, I could have mixed that up, but, but it's going from one area to the next area, to that, to that brazen altar, to, to those candlesticks, to where you're going before God, where you're offering up your sacrifice, saying, Lord, I'm sorry for yesterday. I, I didn't stay focused yesterday. And I meant really cleansing yourself before you plan on going into the Holy of Holies. When you look at the priests and what they had to go through, and it wasn't an easy process. There was only certain priests that could go in to the Holies of Holies. There were certain practices that had to be done. And when you start to look at I'm not going before the Lord just any old kind of way. When you reverence him enough, when you fear him enough, when you love him enough, when you say, no, 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 I'm not getting up. Father, just thank you for another day. You've been so good. No, no, no. I'm talking you roll out of bed, you get down on your knees. Father, just thank you. I thank you and I praise you. No, when you start to look at it from the outer court to the inner court, from the inner court to the holy of holies, where you say, you know, no, no, I have a process that I've got to go through to make sure that when I go in before my father, I'm in right standing. It's the inner, all right, your heart, your mind, your soul. Make sure that you're right before God. Number four, spiritual over that which is material and temporal. And it's difficult for us because we're such a material world. We're such a material world. Spiritual. And when you talk, again, if you're not looking at righteousness, if you're not looking at, uh, um, the, if you're not looking at righteousness, you look at the spiritual. Is that spiritual? Are you helping this person in the spirit? Are you helping this person in the spirit? Making, watch this, top of page six, right side. The soul is of greater what? Priority. The soul, what really moves me, has got to be what has sunk down. And, and, and can I tell you something? Things that you meditate on sink down to the soulless nature. And you would hate for your soul to be the one that's corrupt. Your soul is the one that has the black spots the worm in it. 
that has sunk sunk down to the place where no the reason you cannot change xyz you your soul needs to be your inner man the thing that moves you has to be changed help me god number five Understand and welcome the tensions that is inherent in Christ's teaching. Watch this. Understand and welcome. I prayed for this venture, this investment. It didn't happen. That can be part of that tension. You got to understand and welcome. I didn't get it. I'm not worried about a thing. It's not messing with my peace. I'm all right with God. When my time comes, watch this. When my time comes, nobody can stop me. You got each individual has got to have it. When no no no, my aspiration. Yes, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. I'm also willing to wait. If you're not willing to wait, you're going to go before God. Always remember, Saul could not wait. He's going to offer the sacrifice or he's going to do the practice of the priest on his own. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I can't wait for it. The priest is delayed. I'm going to do it myself. No, you're not. If you're God's man, you better realize he may not come when you want him, good God Almighty. But he's always right on time. Abraham, stay your hand. Why? Because there's a ram caught in the thickets. And then the last one is the um, is uh, number six. Here we go. Ending with perspective and practice. The perspective and the practice. We should not expect God to treat us in ways that we are unwilling to treat others. Perspective, wait, think, and practice, do. And can I tell you something? One of the, the, the blessed things that God really gave me in the moment. Perspective and practice in the moment. All right, if um, I was, let me see, where is Copass's? I don't know if she's on. If you're on, you can unmute. Let me see. Okay, I don't, I'm not sure if she's made it back on. Hello. Hello, there you go. Okay, did you have something that you that you wanted to add? Um, I did not. I appreciate um good evening everyone. <clears throat> I appreciate what um Deacon Shepherson shared on tonight. That blessed me real good. I'm actually gonna go and listen to the replay of that as soon as I sit down. So thank you for sharing that. Amen. 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 Well, I'm excited. I am excited about uh, 2020. I'm excited about really being clear in many areas of our lives. And, and the, the representation of 2020 is, is seeing clearly, seeing clearly, but not just vision with your eyes but seeing clearly your own heart without having to take a bite out of the apple, but being able to see your inner man. And again, if you see something that's not right, you got to know, thank you, God, that the blood of Jesus washes, watch this, from the inside out. The blood of Jesus is a really about cleansing your inner man. Now, the key is, in order for it to affect your inner man, you have got to think it 
And, and I would dare to say, you have got to say it. I plead the blood of Jesus over my life. They would sprinkle, watch this, they would sprinkle the blood on the altar, the, on the mercy seat. They would splash blood. You've got to see that representation, and you've got to work this thing in your life. To pick up the practices of the king, the perspective and the practice, to think it and to do it, it's going to involve the blood. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much. Uh, God willing, we will talk to you. Oop, I don't have a calendar. Yes, I do. Um, we, will, we will talk to you on the 15th. God willing. Amen. Oh, yeah. And don't forget, share Givelify. Mount Enon has a way of giving electronically where you can go through the phone, give the Givelify, and use uh, that. You say you want folks to help us to do what we're doing. They can go right on Givelify and give electronically. Look up Mount Enon, M-E-M-B Church, um, Mount Enon, 329 34th Street, and, and encourage them to support what we're doing because, again, we can't do it without funds. Amen? God bless you, and we look forward to talking to you again on next week, God willing.